time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. And just like that, folks, we are doing it live, bringing it to you live from our studios in San Antonio, Texas, across these beautiful five stations in the area. And I'm going to take this off real quick. All right. And there we go. Uh, how are you doing, Julie? Let me get Good you. afternoon. I was driving here thinking you always say good noon time, and I think it's oh, really it cool. Is noon time. Did you come up with that? Did you come up with good noon time? When no, you I think say so, that like every. <laughs> it used to be good afternoon. I love it. But I it's, love it. It's it's, it's, it's noon fun, time. Yeah, so I forgot to say it's a, noon. It's a fun thing to say. Good afternoon, all our listeners of Rising Walk on the Guadalupe Radio Network. We're so excited to be with you again this afternoon, and once again, we're here to talk about all things Catholic. And um, talk about what's going on in the church. And today we have a very interesting topic we're going to discuss. And I know um, Richard's probably more up to date about it than I am because he's been keeping his uh, finger on the pulse of uh, what's what going on. Yes, of the diocese. <laughs> he's very well connected in the media. And so he's going to lead us in a fabulous discussion. We're going to talk today about the joy... <laughs> Ah, yes, I'm just so excited to hear Holy Mass. Can you that we're that? going. I'm. I. It's almost not sunken in yet. To I, know, me. Like, I don't what? feel like it's real. And until we're dressed and almost, getting in the almost car, almost like the Sunday <laughs> when we couldn't attend Mass, Holy Mass. Yes, and it had to sink in. Now uh-huh. it's coming back around. That it's it's amazing that we get a chance to get back. To Absolutely. Holy Mass. I I feel like it's very surreal. This whole experience has been very surreal. Um, many of our listeners will agree that maybe this has never, ever, ever happened in their lifetime. They've never really experienced anything like this. And I know a lot of our friends have expressed throughout these uh, two months that they are very sad not to be um, physically attending Holy Mass, to be attending public Mass. So we're going to be talking about the joy of returning back to Holy Mass, all the guidelines and criteria mm-hmm. and the procedures and, and the what does it mean? protocols and everything and like that. It's it's not as intense as you would think, and we need to simplify it so that we can feel comfortable going back. And uh, so we're going to talk about those things today and hopefully put your hearts and minds at ease, but also hopefully make you very excited to go uh, back to Holy Mass. Because share your excitement, please, folks. Put it on I'm Facebook. I'm very excited. You know, <laughs> you know, I, th- I think I've got it right. I want to make sure I should have read it. Um, that tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. uh, daily mass starts here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. Wow. And uh, <laughs> it seems weird to say that. It seems... Starts uh, again. Like we should be running out of our doors and screaming, know, free and again, they, you know, free at last, free at last. I mean, think about it. You know, when people, when the Spurs <laughs> won the five championships, you know, the city went crazy. The city went um, crazy. We should be going crazy for this. <laughs> Are we going to have parades? Are we going to be people out there just excited? Are you going to be one of those that's going to be excited? I know. How do I do that? How, I, how can we I put hope them so. And I, and I know we're we're all still very um, concerned. There are many people who are just bursting out of their doors and saying, "Let's go! I'm ready." And there are other people who are more cautious and maybe concerned. And then there are other people who, for them, they still cannot attend. There, I know there are a lot of people, to include our oldest daughter, who will not be able to return to Holy Mass because they have uh, uh, compromised immune systems. Yes. Maybe they're elderly. Um, there is definitely concern for that. So we don't want you to feel left out because there we very much, our family in particular, very much appreciates that there are people who will not be able to return to Holy Mass. So we want to encourage you to uh, continue to be united with us, those of us who are joyfully skipping out the doors and into our cars on Sunday 
and we'll be attending Holy Mass. So, so we're going to cover it all today in wow. this episode of Rising Walk. Absolutely. Wow. That's our show, isn't it? <laughs> That's oh, our show okay. today. <laughs> Amazing. So praise Jesus that well, we get the opportunity to bring this to you live. <laughs> Here again from the San Antonio studios, but you can hear us in the Uvalde area, in Kerrville, in Fredericksburg, Marble Falls, and of course, all around San Antonio and South Texas area. God bless you all for tuning in today. And then hello to all of you all on Facebook that are tuning in today. today. You know, please, please, please share this with your friends. Simply click on share. The start watch party. You can say a thing or two or three. Say, hey, I know these people. Absolutely. Or, you know, hey, getting ready for a holy mass. Like Vanessa's tuning in right now. Amy's tuning in right Yay! now. Lisa, <laughs> uh, of course. And Raymond Mireles and good old Paco Gonzalez, another Edinburgh Yay! I was thinking about that the other day, how weird that is to be, be listened to and watched by some of our friends in the valley. We're from Edinburgh. All right. We grew up in Edinburgh and we went to St. Joseph's Catholic School Woo! and just <laughs> loved it and. I'm so proud of our city and the place where we come from. So we're very happy that people are joining us from Amen. that Amen. And please feel free to put some comments down here. Again, once you share the video, click on Start Watch Party. That way all your friends know about it as yeah, well. Yeah, that's super cool to do. And comment on there where you're from. Like Deacon Todd Boyer, who just tuned in right now. He's a buddy Excellent. of mine. Uh, yeah, so God bless you all. You see me down the camera looking over every so often because I'm looking at my, my camera right there. But anyway... Um, like so, like Julie said, we're going to be discussing the opening of many parishes in South and Central Texas. I know the Austin Diocese, which you know, my Marble Falls Station is in that diocese. Awesome. There, they opened up a couple of weeks ago, and really, and they're getting great. going again. Um, and I know the other, my other four stations are here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio. So you all there got a little bit before us, but we want to learn. We want to, we want to go through this process together, and and uh, are excited for everybody. Yeah, you know, I think it's also a lesson a lesson in patience because we have friends who live in other dioceses and they've been back for a while and um it's lovely to hear them be so excited about returning to Holy Mass and yet it was still like I want to go, I want to be there. How long, Lord? When, Lord? When can I go? And it was a lesson in patience and perseverance and fortitude because it it this this past, yesterday this past Sunday when we were um, watching Holy Mass on television, yeah. my prayer as we were making our spiritual communion on our knees in our living room, please God let this be the last time that I watch Holy Mass in my living room. Please yes. God let it be the last time because I want to return to you and I just feel like it's it's tremendously waited for and we just got to be we have to be cautious of course. But don't be afraid to be super joyous of going back to Holy Mass because it is a so, fabulous So let's, 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 let's pray. Let's get the rest okay. of the show started Absolutely. again as we do always with prayer. And then we can jump into this topic because I think you and I Great. are maybe a little too excited. <laughs> can you be too excited about returning There's to Holy no Mass? There's no such thing about being too too excited about being Catholic. And I want this excitement to, to be contagious. I want you to be excited. We want Absolutely. you to be excited as well. So <laughs> with that, uh, Santa Cross, of course, in nomine Patris, in Fili, in Spiritus Sancto. Uh, Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Our Lady, Queen of Clergy, pray for us. Saint Joseph, patron of the Universal Church, pray for us. Saint Anthony, doctor of the Church and patron of our great city, pray for us. Amen. 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 Patris et Filii, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Well, why Amen. in the world did you pray that in Latin this morning or this this afternoon? Because <laughs> you sent it to me. You do realize you sent that like, to me. You're supposed to follow along with the whole, oh, oh honey, well, I had this great um, oh, epiphany. I'm, I'm obedient. 
Pray this. <laughs> well, yes, now let's make sure we, we rectify that. Yeah. It's really important for um, us to recognize that the official language of the church is Latin. And I know it's really weird sometimes to hear people praying in Latin because it's very foreign to our English ears, maybe even our Spanish ears, although I would argue that, that Latin sounds a lot like Spanish in some ways. Because um, Spanish I feel, is <clears throat> derived from Latin, right? Right. I feel like we as a church need to remember our foundation, our history, the glorious uh, purpose of the church is to um, proclaim Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth, and it has an official language, and that and the official language is Latin. And so I'll I'll be listening to uh, podcasts and the radio and and hear um, speakers speak in Latin, pray the pray the prayers of the church in Latin, and I think. There are many times, like I mean, we've Regina been doing Chelli. that for a while, yeah. right? And exactly, like the Regina Celli just played, and it was beautiful Latin, and it's just glorious. Uh, Gregorian chant is just divine, and it's really important to hear it. So for those of you who may not have um, ever heard it before, that was the Hail Mary in Latin, and we encourage you. I know our family learned literally by looking it up and listening to it, and now we pray the rosary in Latin, and it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just would encourage everyone to learn the, the language of the church. The official language of the, the official church. language of the way? church. Absolutely. So. Wow, Absolutely. Um, so with that, and I'm actually looking for it very actively on the Archdiocesan website, archsa.org. And actually, I'll pause there real quick. Please <laughs> keep in your, in your prayers there, having a clergy day for the, arch, the priests. Of the Archdiocese wow, of San Antonio. Please keep them in your prayers. Wow, um, awesome. Some, some uh, news coming out and lots of decisions being made and shared, and, and God bless. And we have all to pray our for priests. our clergy yes. every single day. We have to pray for our Holy Father. We have to pray for our Shepherd, Archbishop Gustavo. We have to pray for each priest. We have to pray for our parish priests. We have no idea because we can't step into their shoes what this has felt like for them. Right. And there's yet another uh, level of uh, preparation that goes into uh, reuniting with their sheep. So we absolutely need to pray for our priests. So we, God bless them, we and we'll pray for people in special to. prayer today for oh, having a clergy day. I, I recommend, absolutely. you know, I'm, not, I'm trying to be, you know, semantics is big with me. You know, we <laughs> really should all be praying absolutely. for all of our priests. Every day. Uh, and I, I want to say you're all your your parish priests, but then there's so many that are not in parish life. Oh, yes, we love many that, priests that, that, are, that are administrative roles currently absolutely. right now. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So let's, let's pray for all of our priests, folks. Absolutely. Out there, there you go. I found it. I found it. <laughs> um, let's see here. Were you looking for the decree? Because I have it. I have it up on my screen. Go for it. Now maybe share the decree. Yeah. What's really really cool is that you can look at this decree on the Archdiocesan website, which is our hsa.org and at the very top of the first page that comes up in red it says click here to look at the latest for covid and then it has various things that you can download or click on that will show you uh what the latest uh announcements are about dealing with the crisis <clears throat> and and so i clicked on the decree and what's wonderful is that it it's very clear about what when it started and when it ended and what we're doing and stuff so i just want to read a little bit of it to everyone this comes from our beloved archbishop gustavo and he of course says with great joy he's um restoring the sacramental life of his church and he is very aware that there are requirements and ongoing dangers from the crisis so 
He, of course, appreciates that um, people may have uh, immune uh, immunity problems. Uh, their their bodies may not be able to tolerate being sick. So if they have something like that or if they're elderly, of course, they're not required to return to Holy Mass. It's something we mentioned at the beginning. And so he, he basically um, announces that, Having made the decree on March 13th that we were going to close public masses, and remember the mass never stopped being said. Mass was being um, said every single day. In fact, we so, can say so public masses, masses being, were, absolutely were public masses were but were private, halted. And, but and, every okay. priest was celebrating Holy Mass every day. A beautiful thing. And so he mentioned that because he started this decree March 13th, which was right before our beloved Saint Joseph's feast day. Um, that he is going to revoke it now. And so he says he's studied the situation and he's gotten approval. So he's decreeing now that public Sunday liturgy will resume beginning the weekend, this weekend, the Feast of the Ascension of the, of the Lord, which is May 23rd through the 24th, 2020. And they'll be celebrated in such a way as to follow the guidelines for reopening public mass. And those are also listed below um, on one of the documents you can read. I'm sure there are many people who are curious about exactly what we have to do to return to Holy Mass. And so those are all listed there. I also recommend that you go to your Paris website so that you can see maybe the different clarifications. Maybe they've got more details about how they're going to do what the guidelines suggest on their parish level. Mm-hmm. So I encourage you to go. A lot of our parishes, probably all of our parishes have websites that you can visit, and I'm sure the guidelines are there. And Archbishop goes on to say he further decrees that parishes may once again celebrate public mass, daily mass, <clears throat> beginning March 19th, May 19th, yeah. sorry. I do the same thing. <laughs> <clears throat> which is super interesting because, once again, that reminds me so much of uh, March 19th, which is St. Joseph's Feast Day. So it's almost like almost exactly two months, almost exactly. So that's a beautiful thing. We've been praying a lot through for the intercession of St. Joseph, who is the patron of the Universal Church, to bring us back to Holy Mass. So I think that's lovely. And then, uh, of course, he he tells us that um, the condition as the conditions change and and maybe we become more open or there's different um, uh, designations or requirements that need to be made. He he reminds everyone to be checking um, over and over again just to make sure that you um, understand what the regulations are. And so he he is welcoming his sheep back to Holy Mass and we're. Just so excited about it. So thank you, wow. Archbishop Gustavo. Amen, amen. And then there's also the prayer there to Our Lady Guadalupe, <clears throat> which we actually um, pulled the audio and we aired on our station because <clears throat> uh, I think it's a minute, minute and a half, maybe even a two-minute uh, awesome. prayer that we pray. Just to remind everybody that we need to be praying more. <clears throat> hey, we got David Rosa paying attention. We've got Mary Jane Fox tuning in right hey, now. Mary God Jane. bless you all. All right. Um, but in addition to that, where should our hearts be <clears throat> How should we, how can we, not that we should be, we should be. Absolutely. Not just that we should, okay, there you go. Um, should be preparing ourselves again to go mm. back to Holy Mass. It's not just a whole home, okay, we're going back now. No, just just the excitement, the anticipation, you know, I'm hoping is on your mind, it is on your brain. And really, really, tomorrow morning, Daily Mass begins again. Yeah, that's incredible. Now, again, (laughs) each parish, focus on the parish you're going to. I know parishes that are large, like St. Matthew's has has three, four, five daily Masses. I'm sure there's specific. In fact, I think the website or is it and the Facebook page 
for the St. Matthew's Catholic <laughs> Church. Wonderful Father Dennis Arechiga. <laughs> I watched it. Oh, you it's did? Because really cool. I haven't. I just see him ready to dance, and he loves this. He can sing. So um, tell me about it. Absolutely. So so Father Dennis is very um, musically inclined, and he plays the piano, and I've heard him sing before. And I thought it was super creative. It came up on Facebook, and I thought, what in the world? What are they? What is he going to be doing? So he basically set some lyrics to some songs from The Sound of Music, which is a huge favorite in our family. And we can sing, burst out into Sound of Music songs all the time. So he set some lyrics regarding the guidelines to the music of The Sound of Music, and it's very sweet. It's very sweet. He's sort of trying to be creative about how he encourages his parishioners to return to Holy Mass by way of laying out now he did a, he did apparently in this in this vi- musical video he does refer to the fact that he actually did a serious one that just sort of says you know all the guidelines and everything but i guess he decided to be more creative this time and it's very sweet he he puts to to music all the different requirements about washing your hands and staying wow. six feet away. It's very sweet. So I encourage people to go look for and that. So it's a Facebook He's, page for, for St. Matthews. Matthews yes. Okay, yes. folks, go find very, it. Very cute. Flood it with views. Very cute. Right after you, you share this video that you all of you all <laughs> tuning in right now. Where I can see, I think y'all don't know that, but I can see like Kelly's tuning in right now and yay, Teresa Kelly. and Rebecca Cooley. Way to go, Cooley. Oh, yay. Um, so, so, I know other parishes are putting uh, statements out yeah. um, as far as restrictions. Some parishes, are, I think, are, are, are allowing people to sit up here apart. Other parishes, two pews apart, because yeah. if you do the, the math and you measure it, you know, we're still recommended that we're six feet apart for social distancing. Sure. Um, so some par- some pews are, are closer than right. they probably should And it'll be. just depend on, you know, how big the church is and how the pews are situated. And I, I have... I have no concept of how much planning is going into just figuring out how to disinfect and clean all the churches. After each Mass? After each Holy Mass. It's just incredible. And how the families will sit and, you know, it's just amazing. So it'll be an effort. But you know what? Going to Holy Mass, there should be an effort. It shouldn't be, um, we shouldn't be so lackadaisical about it that it's just one of those things that we (laughs) ho-hum do. There should be some preparation. And, and you and I were talking about the fact that we should talk about this today. And I was thinking to myself, you know, if it, if it was so automatic for us to go to the Holy Mass before this whole crisis began, and we really did it on autopilot, and there wasn't really any preparation in other than, hey, don't forget there's Mass tomorrow to our kids or whatever, um, then, then we need to step it up. Because really what we should have been doing is the Lord tells us specifically Make the Lord's Day holy. This day should be special. It's the first day of the week. And the first thing we should be doing is praising God on Sunday. Amen. So it really is about making the day holy because we are attending Holy Mass. Now, that could be done in a myriad of ways, but one of the ways we can do it is just by dressing up. Dressing up, making it appropriately dressed, beautifully dressed. We are going to receive the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Mm. And especially for those of us who have been sometimes weeping over the fact that we have not been able to receive Jesus, it is going to be so special. And it should be special every single Sunday. Every single Sunday. Every single Sunday. And again, you know, you know me, I'm uh, half... Not, not, I'm not half gla- glass. Oh, I can't even say it. Glass You're very half optimistic. Full. You're Mr. Yes, optimistic. Yes, yes. Uh, I, big time. I love doing that. And I love looking for um. all the wonderful things that have come out of this, <laughs> this pandemic, these challenges. And I'm yeah. praying that, that all of us are, are, are growing in desire yes. to attend Holy Mass again. 
and receive Holy Communion. Jesus, you know, in the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity. That's the right. source is somewhat of our faith. If we're not hyper-focused on that, uh, I encourage you, if you're not, if it's not at the top of your list, next time you pray, or pray right now, and, you know, sign the cross and the Holy Spirit, give me that desire. Absolutely. And like John Benkovic said one time, but I don't have that desire. Well, then pray for the desire to, to have the desire. Right. And pray for the desire to, if you can't get there, the desire. However many steps it takes. The right. desire, I mean, just, and, and it'll come. You know, what's interesting is that I heard a lot of people talk about um, how how we might get very comfortable with, with watching Holy Mass live streaming a mass on our televisions yeah, and big, sitting in the comfort of our living rooms and, so, you know, yeah, just started, acting you know, very casual about it. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping daily mass tomorrow, beginning here in the Archdiocese of San Antonio, will be, I want to say packed, but you can't pack it. They're only limited to 25% yes. at, at all days. And usually daily masses are much less attended. Right. But again, like St. Matthew Catholic Church. Well, it, there are a lot of people at so that early mass. So probably be counting exactly. and, and so on. But tomorrow you'll be able to receive Jesus and the Holy, Holy Eucharist and communion. <laughs> That's um, awesome. So we're answering Rebecca's uh, question there. Um, but uh, get excited. Wait for it. Be there. I think that they offer Holy Mass at 6 o'clock in the morning, I think at 9, at 8.30 or 9, 9.15 at, at St. Matthew's. Mm-hmm. Then again at noon or 12.05, and then again at 6 o'clock. Now, I don't know for sure if they're going to have all those Masses, so please don't quote me on that. <coughs> That's me. why it's so important to go to the website of the parish that you're going to attend so that you can see what the guy, what the what the precautions, what the guidelines are, but also what the schedule is. Right. Because they're having to adjust slightly depending on what, like for instance, we need to go to confession. You and Elijah got to go, but we, we still, the girls and I still need to go. So that takes some effort. You have to find your priest, maybe make an appointment, find out at least what the schedule is for yeah. confession. And some of the priests are changing. I'm sure even if it's been announced that your priest is being moved to a different parish or moving to another <clears> parish. <throat> Like Father Martin is leaving Our Lady Grace. I know. I He's heard going that. to, I think, uh, Mary, Mother of the Church. The new parish is it's opening a new up. New church, that's and right. And we're getting Father Praveen Lacassetti. He's know, coming from Christ awesome. the King, and then you know <laughs> all these wonderful He's things. He's a young priest, right? He Although is, Father Martin yeah, is a young priest. Gifted. I always uh, think of Father yeah, Martin as a young yeah, priest too. So, so <laughs> that's a, anyway. My, my point was, even though your priest may be scheduled to be reassigned, and everybody knows about it, you know, he, right. I'm sure if you reach out to him, he'll still he'll still hear your confession. Yes. Or we use it as an opportunity to get to know the new priest. Absolutely. Yeah, just, just don't miss out on this opportunity to partake in the sacrament of reconciliation. Yes. And the, the preparation the to return starts at home. Let's talk about the fact that not only are we going to want to make it special by dressing up and, and, and being appropriately prepared in the practical sense, but also how about this? How about starting ahead of time and, and reading the readings? For the mass of the day. Start some new habits. Yes. Um, sit, uh, prepare. I mean, all you, all it takes is like maybe 15 minutes before you're about to leave. Sit everyone in the living room. Everyone's prepared. They've got their shoes on. They've got their purses, jackets, hair's done. Everybody's gone to the restroom. And then sit down on the sofas and, and let the dad read the readings that are about to be offered at Holy Mass and and give your family the opportunity to meditate and think about those things that they're about to hear in Holy Mass because I can imagine that it is going to be a whirlwind of different visual sensations to be back at Holy Mass, literally to be back in the churches, to be sitting in pews far away from people, everyone's going to be having masks on. It's going to feel different in a lot of ways because we haven't been back for two months. So mm-hmm. all that all that stimulation and sensation that's going to be happening visually and audibly, 
is going to be a lot. So you don't want to be, you want to try to eliminate as many distractions as possible. And so maybe reading the readings before you go to Holy Mass will help you get more out of the Mass because you're going more prepared. Mm-hmm. And you're and you're taking, consuming in the Word of God in Scripture before you breaking attend Holy Mass. Breaking open the Word of God. Imagine <laughs> that. And um, and you're more prepared. And that way it it it's less likely that you're going to be distracted during the readings in the right. gospel. Right. And, you know, some of those key points, you know, <laughs> however the Holy Spirit uh, uh, plants those seeds with you, uh, when you hear something again, you, you're like, hey, you know, as opposed to you letting your mind drift. Because mm-hmm. you know, how many of us, even like praying the rosary, you start to drift. When you do that, uh, you get off-centered. Well, if you if you open the uh, and read the readings before uh, Holy Mass, mm-hmm. when you're there at Holy Mass and they're, they're first reading, second reading the, the gospel, there's some nuggets that are going to hit you. That's right. Because you heard it a little while ago. Right. And they're going to resonate with you. And you're going to remember it more. Listen, that's how I work. But, uh, that's oh right. man. Just, and you mentioned something really important when you said the Holy Rosary. How about praying the Holy Rosary prior to Mass? Mm. I know it's uh, something that we are doing daily, but for many people, it's a beautiful thing to pray uh, the Holy Rosary before they go to Mass. A lot of people used to go before Mass uh, early and be led in the Rosary. Um, I don't even know if that's happening. Maybe that's something that may not be able to happen because during between Masses, they're going to be cleaning the church. So I have no idea what the turnover, the turnover wow. might be very tight. So, but, but here's the thing. You're at home. You can do this. You can pray the Rosary prior to going to Holy Mass, and that would be a beautiful way to, like, renew your review of the Scriptures and the Bible and and... Just prepare your souls to receive Jesus again. This is a really big I mean, deal. It really is. And I'm, I'm going to encourage you again. If you don't seem to, if it's not clicking with you that, you know, I don't seem to have that joy, that excitement. I mean, it's real simple. Ask for it. Ask for ask it. Ask the Holy Spirit. Give me that joy. Give me that zeal. Give ask me that, and you shall receive, Jesus ask, says, right? Uh, you know, again, he's not going to impose. He will propose. And we should take that lead and follow and ask. Right. Give that to me. I want that. And I can only imagine how many people out there are going to be receiving Jesus that haven't received him in a long, long long time. time. Mm -hmm. They will be shedding a tear. And there might even be people who are going to return to Holy Mass after not having attended Holy Mass for a long time. Maybe maybe during this time of crisis, they've had a come-to-Jesus moment. And maybe they've said, oh, my goodness, I never realized, you know, how the old saying, you don't know what you've got until it's gone. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. Exactly. Maybe there have been people who have been going to Holy Mass and then this hit and then they heard, you, I can't go to Mass anymore. What do you mean I can't go to Mass anymore? The <laughs> option was always open and I just figured the church was always there. Now it wasn't there. Now I'm going to go back. Well, let's pray for those people also to have the zeal and the fortitude and the perseverance to go through the necessary steps, go to go to um, confession, and then go to Holy Mass and jump back in. It's never too late. It's never too hard. You can do this. And like you said, you need to ask God and Our Lady for the graces that you need to 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 persevere in whatever circumstances. Maybe there's a lot of people who are very nervous about going back because they're still a little freaked right. out. Right. Still a little freaked out by everything that's going on. Maybe they're thinking, oh, I don't want to go back because I have small children and they'll fiddle with the masks or they'll be touching and licking everything. And I mean, these are real concerns that people have. And I, I don't think you should belittle them for feeling that way. But right. I also think you should be encouraged. Mm-hmm. Um, scripture tells us time and time again, do not right. be afraid. Right. 
Do not be afraid. And great on this 100th birthday of Pope John Paul, who highlighted oh, yes, in this whole pontificate, be not afraid. Be not afraid. Um, you can be prudent and be cautious. You know, right. again, I'm kidding, but hopefully nobody's going to be licking the handrails. Gosh, if you got a one or two year old, they probably can't reach them, but you know, they right. probably, but you know, be prudent about it as well. Right. But be excited because if you as a parent listening right now are excited about it, imagine the impact that it's going to have for your kids. That's right. Uh, they might even have the concept of being excited about going back to Holy Mass. <laughs> But right. because you're excited, they're going to get excited. Right. Witness to your guests. Actually, part of what Joe and I were talking about this morning, mm-hmm. uh, he interviewed me on our network show, GRN Alive. Um, and we talked about uh, the father-son relationship and how to how to raise holy uh, sons into awesome. holy men. And uh, I wanted to make sure that people understood you have to show your excitement That's right. for it, but for the faith, for holy mass, for praying mm-hmm. um, and be intentional about it. If it's not right. coming natural, be intentional. That's what I would behold, the intentional discipleship. Yeah. It's the same thing right now. Be intentional about it. If you have to write it on a post-it note and stick it in your bathroom mirror or in your vehicle, that that be excited Lord, or ask in the Holy Spirit to plant that mm-hmm. seed of desire. Uh, and and Holy Spirit, help me to be excited. Help me to have my, my peace rooted and my joy rooted in you right. so I can really come through as opposed to just you know going through it and going through it. Yeah, I know sometimes we say fake it till you make it, but you know, ask right. for that grace. If there's something blocking it and that you haven't been to confession in a while, call up your it's parish priest and hey, help me out, Father. Or maybe you know a, a priest that's not at a parish that, that could hear your confession. Get to confession. Get to that state of grace, and uh, and this this uh, joy, this excitement, it, it will flow. I have no doubt. Yeah, and you mentioned something really important. I mean, it's obvious that if we as parents um, go about the business of being joyful about returning to Holy Mass, our kids will be joyful about it too. Um, if they see us whining about it <laughs> and stressed out, and I totally appreciate this. This is practical, real-world people. So many a times did we, before this whole crisis happened, especially when our children were little, maybe there were times when we, we sat in the pew and it was just exhausted at the amount of effort it took to get there, to get everyone quiet and dressed and blah, blah. I get it. Life is not easy all the time, and there are a it's lot of not? moments. It's not. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you heard it first on the Guadalupe Radio Network. <laughs> Life is not always easy, and it's so important to remember that God is with you even though it may be stressful. It may be hard to get to drag everyone back to mass. Maybe you have people in your family. Maybe you have teenagers who say, I really like the option of staying home, Mom and Dad. I really don't think that it's necessary. I mean, listen, I've been watching Holy <laughs> Mass for <laughs> how many weeks, and I really don't think it's necessary. This is when the preparation will become so important. This is the time when you need to exude that joy for receiving Jesus practically, physically, literally. And if you can inspire your children by virtue of being inspired yourself, it'll be that much easier to get your whole family in the car. What's the word I'm looking for? (laughs) Recruit the saints, uh, invoke them, ask for their prayers. Um, you know, I've got, uh, I'm blessed to have, where'd it go? Oh, it's in my pocket. Uh, a, a relic rock from the cave of St. Michael. So St. Michael has, has, you know, I want to say the word bubbled up, been on my brain uh, and on my mind a lot more. So I've been asking for his intercession. Absolutely. I guess some little pebbles there from the rock, from the cave of St. Michael. Um, you know, ask, ask all these wonderful uh, saints and angels uh, that are out there to pray for your guardian angel. Absolutely. Uh, directly help me. 
It is very, very, very contagious. Mm-hmm. You know what? And, uh, let's take a quick break. Okay. Uh, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more uh, Rising Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Um, I'm hoping that if you're not uh, catching our zeal for the faith, <laughs> that when we come back from this break, uh, you'll... Stay you tuned will. for more <laughs> Rising Walk we'll be right back here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Network. God bless you The soul of the family is under tremendous attack. Marriages are deteriorating and singles struggle to find love in the midst of the hookup culture. Many wonder if real love still exists. Where can I find it? How can we rekindle it? The Chastity Project presents the Catholic Love Life Conference hosted by the Virtual Catholic Conference. This will take place Friday, May 22nd through Sunday, May 24th. Register now at virtualcatholicconference.com slash chastity. Hey, Donnie, what are the two most important things we receive at Mass? Daddy, Christmas, scripture. That's right. All right, one more. Who loves you the most? Jesus. That's right. Mary. That's right. (laughs) They love us too. If you don't educate your children in the faith, who will? Educate yourself and your family by listening daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network. And make sure to get the GRN app by logging online to grnonline.com. You're listening to Rise and Walk with my dad and mom, Richard and Julie Reyna. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. On this episode of the National Catholic Geographic, we learn that once the human discovers Catholic radio on the GRN, it can't stop listening. It's drawn to the truth and knowledge of the Gospels and knows that without sending its monthly pledge to the GRN by logging on to grnonline.com and clicking on Donate, being equipped with this knowledge so it can give a reason for the hope that lies within wouldn't be possible. Let's face it, how do most kids learn today? Well, through videos, songs, games, and apps. So, what is the best way to help them learn about their faith? Join the ever-lovable Brother Francis and his friends as they journey through the Catholic faith in Adventure Catechism. To learn more or to get your very own copy of Adventure Catechism with Brother Francis, visit BrotherFrancisStore.com. Again, that's BrotherFrancisStore.com. Now, back to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie. And folks, just like that, we are back with more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Thanks for tuning in today. And, uh, of course, as you are uh, watching us there on Facebook... Um, I'd like your your comments as well. Please go ahead and put them there. As you can see on the camera, I look down every so often because that's where my <laughs> little device is. Like Javier Martinez just joined us. Of course, the Ponces, good friends of ours, Rosemary Yay! and Efrain Ponce. How are you Love all you, doing? Rosemary. Send us a little wave. God bless you. Uh, but do me a favor. Share this video. Click on share, uh, depending on what device it is. But you'll find share there. And then on the next screen, click on start watch party. And again, it doesn't endear you to having to do something right there it just sends to all your friends that you're watching right. Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network and they know about it and they tune in more Ta-da! kind of getting us all to the same page <laughs> of being excited about getting back to receiving the Holy right. Eucharist back, getting back to Holy Mass it's a big deal folks it's a big deal pray for it <laughs> understand that we need to all be excited about going and we need to continue our prayers and, and pray that that, that, that uh, this pandemic goes away yeah if if uh i could have gotten up and danced a little bit during the break 
without worrying about messing up where my chair is and bumping the microphone, I would have. I mean, and I think it's probably just starting to sink in during the show that that this whole week really is going to be preparation uh, for going back and receiving Jesus. Uh, for me, I have not received Jesus since the uh, Feast of St. Joseph on March 19th, we were that was the last Holy Mass that I was able to attend. And um, I just I'm I'm actually uh, take it back. That was before then. That was the last Holy Mass I, I attended, but I, I didn't get to receive Jesus then. So I am even it's even been longer than that. Now I think about it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, and this is a really big deal. It is. <laughs> it's a really big deal. So one of the things we're encouraging people to think about is maybe maybe put on Facebook while you're watching us what you're most looking forward to, maybe any ideas you have about the preparation that you're going to go through before you uh, attend Holy Mass this Sunday, or just, or maybe you're a daily uh, communicant and you're going back to Holy Mass tomorrow and you're just really excited about it and and you know the guidelines and you want to share something with us. I was just telling Richard that uh, we attend the Latin Mass at St. Timothy's Catholic Church and the guidelines were suggesting uh, requiring that you sign up for Holy Mass which seems so weird. Yes. It just seems really weird. But, you know, that's like we have to go through these little things in order. We just to pray ourselves through it. Just pray right. yourself through right. it. I think it's important not to get worth it. Yeah. Not to get too bogged down in the being disgruntled about all the different things we have to do. Hey, how much do you love Jesus? Are you willing to jump through this hoop for him? Then go. If the devil's trying to make it difficult for you because you're weighed down by pessimism or fear or anxiety, um, how much do you love Jesus? Let's let's ask the saints. Let's ask the Blessed Mother. Let's ask the Holy Souls in Purgatory. Help me jump over these tiny little hurdles to get to where I'm going to go. So uh, that mass requires you to call in and make sort of a reservation. Yes. So I did, and I was very I was very happy to hear. In fact, right before I I left for the studio today, that we will be able to attend Holy Mass there. So Amen. it's really important for you to look at the website of the parish you attend to make sure that you know what the guidelines are, to make sure you know if there's any prior things you need to do to attending Holy Mass, um, because every parish is going to handle it right. a little different depending on their literal um, location and, and how much room they have in the church. And so and don't be afraid. I think a lot of people might decide to stay away, not for the obvious reasons of being a little worried and concerned and scared, but also because they think, oh, I'll never get in. I, um, I know there are people who might think, well, you know, there's a lot of people at my parish. There's thousands of families at my parish. There's no way I'm going to get in. You never know. Maybe everyone else is thinking the same thing. And then no one attends Holy Mass. We want to get back to Holy Mass. So it's really important. Look at the website for your parish. Read the guidelines. Make sure you understand what you're required to do. I'm Every single one of your parishes is requiring you to wear a, whole, a mask. I was going to say a holy mask. Um, you could bless <laughs> it. That would be awesome. And and wear a mask. Obviously, take you know I'm I'm a big hand sanitizer. I often joke that if I could, I would completely dip my children in whole bodies <laughs> and to hand sanitizer. Um, but anyway, so do the practical things. But also, don't be afraid to head out to holy mass. This is important that we get back to the the sacramental life that we have not been able to get back to um, for many of us for two months. So this is very exciting, and, and there's a lot of preparation. Don't let it become overwhelming. It's not something that uh, suddenly I have to become a saint before I, re- before I go to Holy Mass. 
our Lord knows, as we say in the prayers of the Mass, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Our Lord knows there's no way we're going to ever be completely prepared to receive him body, blood, soul, and divinity. But he also gives us every grace possible, every possible way for us to be prepared, as prepared as we can be, to go back to Holy Mass. So this is something that we should be doing um, in preparation all through the week. We've got a whole bunch of days before we go back to Mass on Sunday. And if we're going back tomorrow, yippee or yay, I'm so excited for you. And it's just an opportunity to grow in holiness. We can, as you mentioned, read about the saints, bulk up on our prayer time. Think about what you're going to wear. This is important things. I mean, this is not, is this practical? We do practical and spiritual things. We are, we are, we are body and soul, right? We were material body and, soul and composite, spiritual, yes, yes. right? And so we need to do all those things on very different facets. Amen. Amen. Um, so please, you know, I know we wanted to share them, have our, our viewers and listeners that are on Facebook. Um, share in the after show uh, the, what parish they're from. Yeah, um, I'd love to hear who's yeah. listening and where they're But from. maybe right now you share, are you preparing? Yeah. What are you preparing? How are you preparing? Maybe one of your tips that you share with us, we can share with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and maybe something we haven't thought of. Yeah. What that is, I don't know. But, you know, praying, 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 and just anticipating. Mm-hmm. Praying in anticipation. Do I say right. it that way? Yeah. Uh, I'm keep thinking of that song, Anticipation. Okay, no. <laughs> okay now I've got images of, of ketchup pouring out of a bottle. Cause oh, that's, that's what, what that <laughs> is. I'm like, where is that from? Carly Simon. There you go. <laughs> that was random. Yes, yeah, sorry. and I think every family's different, right? Every person is different, so you're going to approach it in a different way. So maybe you tell us, hey, I'm a single person, and this is what I, this is the parish that I go to, and this is what I'm looking forward to. This is, I mean, it might be in some respects easier for a single person to attend Holy Mass because they don't have to worry about um, making sure everyone else in their family has a mask on. Maybe there's something beautiful. There are a lot of beautiful things about single, being a single person and being Catholic and attending Holy Mass. And so maybe you, you let us know what your preparation is. Maybe you have had an incredible reawakening of your Catholic faith I'd during this time. This. I mean, that would be tremendous. You know, God brings good in every bad situation. He always brings good out of it. And so I'm I'm excited to hear about those people who are really like running towards the church. <laughs> They're just so excited to come back because this is like, you know, if you haven't had water for many, many, I don't know, hours, days, and you are just parched and you are so thirsty and you run to that water well, you run to that cup of water, this is what we should be doing. We should be running back to church. So if you're single and this is about getting yourself prepared, what are you doing? What, what preparations are you going to take? If you are um, a parent and you've got small, small children and you're saying, I really want to be at Holy Mass and there's nobody who's compromised or I'm, there's, we can all attend. What am I going to do? How am I going to handle that situation? If maybe you're elderly and you're thinking, okay, well, I'm in the at-risk category, but I really want to get back to Holy Mass and I'm, I'm willing to take the risk. So what am I doing? Maybe I'm going to be more careful in certain ways. Maybe I'm going with people who I know will help me be prepared or be more careful. Um, there's so many different scenarios, and I think it would be super cool for you to share what you've got going on and maybe what you have thought about, because this is important. This is going to take some thinking. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. Um, so maybe a little bit of creative thinking, <clears throat> because, you know, think about it. Uh, not everybody gets it. Not everybody's watching on Facebook Live. Not everybody's listening over the air. We wish they were. 
Um, so when you get back to, to Holy Mass on Sunday, I'm sure a lot of people are going to show up. Hopefully, the par- some of the parishioners are calling sure. the older parishioners. You know, if they're 65 and older, sure. I think you have a higher propensity of, of catching uh, this corona or, or it being very detrimental to your health or you mm-hmm. may even die. But there are certain uh, groups of people that that are mm-hmm. more affected by this coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, they may be asked to stay away. Um, and I but, mean, I think the church is telling you that in all, all honesty, you need to decide that the church is telling you, you know, they're not saying if you're a certain age, stay away. So if you really feel like, well, I'm in that I'm in that age group that's being affected, but I I am fine. I am not. Now, remember, the church is telling you that if you in any way feel ill, you should not come to Holy Mass for the sake of everyone involved, for your sake, obviously, because you might overextend yourself and and feel more sick. Um, and I know it must be very difficult to to be ill at this time and really want to return. This is a suffering. This is definitely a suffering. It's something that you can offer to Jesus, and in a lot of ways, it can be very, very fruitful. Fruitful for your own soul. Fruitful very for the people that you. Very efficacious. No very doubt. Very efficacious. I love that word. Efficacious. But also, absolutely. But but here's the thing: if you feel very well and you in a no way are showing any signs of illness, and you are in in a category that is more susceptible, the proper precautions can basically eliminate the concerns you have, and I don't feel like you need to be fearful. It's so important to remember that God is in control. He's in control of everything and everyone. There isn't a single thing that happens in the entire world at any moment on at any second that isn't controlled by God. And you have to trust and you have to surrender. So for those of you who are, who are maybe feeling anxious about it, and maybe thinking, oh, well, I don't know that I should go because, you know, maybe this and that will happen. I, I encourage you to pray a lot about it. Ask God to give you the courage to step out the door. Ask him to give you the grace to prepare. And then remember, you're going to receive Jesus. You're right. absolutely going right. to receive. It's right. going to be so awesome. Yeah, so, And I'm not sure if I'm saying it theologically correct because I'm not or philosophically correct. Um, when you're talking about, you know, God's in control, because obviously there's God's active and permissible That's will right. and trying to make sure that people That's are. Right. So I'm sure people are like, what do you mean? What do you mean? No, just, just be prudent. Pray for prudence. It right. is a virtue and, uh, and you'll be all right. If you've got some right. questions, call your parish priest and, 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 and talk to them about it. And I think they'll, they'll do an additional, uh, good job of, of putting you at ease, whatever, wherever it is you are in this. I'm not sure if I'm saying it right. In this chart of more susceptible to to the coronavirus than others, or or right. it being possibly more detrimental to your health, because you know there's been several people that I that I've uh, heard have caught uh, corona but made it through. Yeah. Praise oh, God. the you know. recovery rate is tremendous. Yes. So, and I I totally appreciate that there are some there are people on. On the spectrum, of course, there are people who are just like, I'm, I'm out of here. You're not going to see me again. I'm going to be at mass all the time. <laughs> and, I'll be, and then there are other people who are just like, I don't think I'm ready yet. And I'm not sure. And I'm worried. And, and wherever you sit on that spectrum, God knows your heart and he knows that you're capable because he's going to give you the grace to do it. So whatever it is, if you have to stay home because you're Im- immune compromised or you're elderly or or maybe you don't have the um, practical uh, way of getting to Holy Mass. I mean, there's a lot of people who are shut-ins, and they've been living this for a long, long time, and they have not been able to go to Holy Mass. Pray for those people. I mean, let's think about those 
instead of thinking about what I don't have and what I can't get and what I deserve and what I'm being um, uh, kept from, think about all those people who are, there's always someone who is suffering more than you're suffering. And I think in this time of crisis, when we're all really feeling out of whack and really don't know which side is up and down and remember those people who are less fortunate, who don't have things that you have, because I guarantee you, most of us, not all of us, I do appreciate there are many people who are really, really, really struggling because this has hit the world in a tremendous way. There, are, There is always someone who is less fortunate than you. There is always someone who was not sitting around in an air-conditioned house with, you know, access to movies and games and fun and pile, stockpiles of food and just having a dream vacation. Um, there are people who are really suffering during this crisis. Yes. And instead of deciding, well, me, 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 let's think about those people who are less fortunate than us and think about praying for them in a way that is so different because in a small, teensy, tiny way, we have become in union with them through our tiny sufferings. Wow. So Rebecca Cooley is saying that her son went to Holy Mass <laughs> at College Station on May 3rd oh, at wow. the Diocese of Corpus Christi had Mass starting on Mother's Day, May 10th. And we are back to Mass later than most others in Texas. But maybe uh, that would be encouraging, uh, knowing many have already gotten back. Yes. I know, like I said before, we we have several friends who live in other dioceses who have been back to Holy Mass for a couple of weeks now. And it it, it is disheartening to hear other people going back to Holy Mass and you you haven't been able to go back. But here's the thing. Let's not focus on what I didn't get, what time I didn't get it. Let's run towards Jesus. I know you're hearing the the inevitable uh, pessimist speaking um, enthusiastically about being optimistic. (laughs) 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 Let's not focus on on how hard it's been, what it's been like. Other people. Hey, it sounds so funny. It's like she got to go first. He's looking at me No, Just concentrate on the fact that we can run towards Jesus now. We've been given the decree. Our archbishop has opened the gates, and now we should be preparing for the possibility of receiving Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. Right, right. And there's that little tinge. This is going to sound like a little bit of pessimist for me. Um, <laughs> what? Because the archbishop had a decree until it's revoked. Right. We, I, I'm assuming that's in there in case something happens again. Right. And there's a resurgence of the of the incidences of people catching coronavirus, I mean, the COVID-19 um yeah, it's just it's just it's careful. funny because I think that there are so many people who just depending on what your capacity for intake of information. I mean, there's right now it is confusing. There's a lot of uh, misdirection. There's a lot of misinformation. The important thing is to not forget who should be right in front of you. And that's God. And that's Jesus Christ and Our Lady and Holy Mother Church. And whatever you're feeling about this situation, however you view it, um, we should not lose sight of the most important thing, which is our Catholic faith, the eternity of our souls, because our lives are not about this world. We are meant for the eternal life. We are meant for heaven. And so we shouldn't. And it's easy to say because. In two seconds, you'll, we'll be thinking about something totally practical and be thinking, oh, well, you know, I'm constantly distracted by the practical world. And God made us material people so that we are supposed to be concerned about, you know, things like, you know, feeding my kids and how am I going to get to work and, you know, how will I pay for this? That's normal. But I don't think that it should be something that distracts us from the spiritual, which is exactly what we're being called back to when we go back to Holy Mass. Amen, amen. Some of y'all are watching us on Facebook and you see me a little bit distracted because I misplaced. I just had... (laughs) 
two relic rock reliquaries, and I really? only have one. You don't have one. You didn't take it from no, me, No, did I didn't steal it from so you. Why would I steal the relic? I don't know where it went. That's odd. I just don't know. You'll well. discover it right after we get I off I hope here. so, because uh, I like having that with me. And actually, I always have it in my pocket. My buddy, uh, Bobby Contreras, gave me one. Yes, Bobby and And uh, he gave me another one uh, today God to give to you. somebody specific. And uh, <laughs> so I've been having for the today both of them. But I don't see the other one. You know, it's really cool. You're reminding me that um, a lot of people carry, um, you know, different sacramentals. We talked about this um, when we talked about making your home a domestic church and talked about how it's so important to surround your things with holy reminders, surround your family, your your house with holy reminders. This is a perfect opportunity to take into consideration all those sacramentals that you've been using during this crisis to help you cling to the hope that we would get back to Holy Mass again. I'm, I'm wearing my scapular. I wear a St. Benedict medal, um, the Miraculous medal. Um, I carry my Holy Rosary. I've got a Pieta book in my purse that I carry around and use in prayer. Um, we also need to be giving Thanksgiving. Do, do, do we, are we really recognizing that the word Eucharist means Thanksgiving? We don't go to Holy Mass for ourselves. I know there was some controversy and discussion uh, when masses were closed to the public. I have a right to the Eucharist. I have a right to receive. And there was all kinds of feelings all along the spectrum. But in, in, in reality, what it means is that we need to be very humbled by the fact that our Lord and Savior, the King of Kings, the ruler and creator of all the world, humbled himself enough to be placed and be present to become this little piece of bread. And I think a lot of times we can walk up nonchalantly to receive him, distracted by a million practical things in our lives. Um, And I I think it's very easy to forget the enormity of becoming so one with our Lord and Savior that you're literally consuming him. You know, I hear a lot of people on Catholic radio when they say, well, I talk to Protestants and Protestants will tell me, have you, have you, um, I don't know, uh, do you know the Lord and Savior? Have you surrendered yourself to, to Jesus? Have you given have you yourself over Jesus? to God? Yeah, have pray you the sinner's to, prayer. Yeah. And, and a lot of Catholics don't know how to respond to that because they, they just haven't been practiced in the response. And the, re, the correct response is absolutely. Know him so much. I, I know him so much that I am so- receiving him Every Sunday at Holy Mass, I am so one with my Lord and Savior that I take him into my body. He becomes me. I become him. We are united in a way that is beyond the material, that is beyond anything else. And and I I have accepted my Lord and Savior so much that I consume him. Absolutely. Amen. And I become a tabernacle and I carry him around with me. And it's just fantastic. So uh, we got about, it looks like three minutes left to go. When we come into awesome. the after show, wow. the after party, um, <laughs> like Eli right there, I want to make, I want you all to share what yeah, parish right. you all attend <clears throat> and what, what you are most excited about when it comes to tomorrow and receiving, uh, going to, going to Holy Mass again. Put that on the Facebook post there. I'd love Absolutely. to see some comments from all of our listeners out there, all of our viewers on Facebook. Again, in case you don't know, um, for we go off the air at 12.57 and continue on with regular programming. But those of you that are on Facebook, whether you're watching us or you're listening to us, 
uh, you, we do do an after show. You get to hang out. Yeah, which is a little bit longer. And again, I want to hear what you're doing, uh, what parish you're, you're, you're attending, and how excited you are about getting back to Holy Mass, starting daily Mass, starting tomorrow and awesome. this coming weekend, and at least in the Archdiocese of San Antonio, uh, coming back to daily, I mean, sorry, regularly Sunday Mass. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Looking forward to some comments from you all. I'm again, getting excited share to this hear video. you say that. It's going to be neat. I mean, it's almost, it's, it's, it's surreal. Yes. That we're This whole experience that. has been bizarre, but. It's just so fantastic to go back to Holy Mass. So I'm really looking forward to it. I know it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird to see everybody in masks and it's going to be weird to sanitize everything. Although for me, it's not that weird, but I mean, it's going to be very different. So don't fool yourself into thinking you're just going to walk in and it's just going to be the same. We're just going to get back to it's not, it's not, but it, but it will. We have to have faith. We have to have faith that everything's going to go back. Not to the way we were, because if we didn't learn anything from this, then then we didn't learn anything from this. And wouldn't that be sad? We need to learn. But I think more not in a practical. It's not about learning how to sanitize everything. That's not for that's for sure. Jesus is trying. Don't you say that all the time? Jesus is trying to teach us something. Yes. Yes. What is he trying to teach us? I still do think that part of the lesson is that we need to be praying so much more. Absolutely. Period. But I say praying so much more. For our holy priests, for our bishops, for, for Holy Pope, Mother Church, for, for Holy Mother Church, it required you know that whole pray without ceasing. It's That's in Scripture. Right. He means it. It's not just there for oh yeah, there's right. a little extra. It's not an option. <laughs> right. We need to be praying more. And the more you pray, the more you talk to God, the more you get to know Him, and the more you fall in love with Him. And really, folks, you need to be doing that. So with that, we're going to go off the air here on uh, Guadalupe Radio Network, but we're going to continue on on the after show on Facebook. So just keep tuning in and we'll be right back after a short break. Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com and make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. Archbishop Gustavo announced that parishes in the Archdiocese of San Antonio can once again open their doors for weekend Masses. The first weekend Masses will take place May 23rd and 24th. Daily Masses within the Archdiocese of San Antonio will begin on May 19th, and the first weekend Masses will begin on the weekend of May 23rd. For more information, visit the social media outlets of the Archdiocese of San Antonio. The Guadalupe Radio Network would like to thank Dr. Christopher York, an ENT doctor practicing in medical and surgical treatments of disorders of the ears, nose, and throat, with an emphasis on thyroid and parathyroid surgery. Dr. York is also past president of the Catholic Physicians Guild of San Antonio and can be reached locally at 210-499-4589. Thank you, Dr. York, for your support of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Donnie, what are the mysteries that we pray on the rosary? Glorious, ominous, joyful, and 
clerical. There you go. As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. All Catholic, all the time. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.